Bung Bung. Welcome to Potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee available on the market, and that's a fact. Uh, it's won several awards, most uh, significant award, best coffee ever to be put on the shelves in any um, circumstance. I believe that was the name of the award. So uh, you want to get you want to get your tongue on that. You want to sip this syrup uh, until, uh, you know, really until you can't any longer. And I've never seen anybody quit. I've only seen people keep going because it's called, you know, it's it's perseverance juice. It just helps you continue on when life is hopeless, meaningless. Uh there's, there's, there's no way forward. Some people think like that, and then they have bung bung coffee, and it's, and it's all good. Um, people have come snapped out of midlife crises because of bung bung coffee. They've realised, you know, maybe I don't need this, this Porsche. Maybe I don't need, maybe I don't need a, you know, Mazda RX-8. Is that a car? Yeah. Yeah. People, people come to their senses when they drink Bung Bung Coffee. They get better at thinking. It's science. Everyone knows about it. You write better movies when you drink it. You you tell better jokes. You jump higher. You fuck better. People have been cured from ED from drinking Bung Bung Coffee. Look it up. Okay? And if you want, if you want to just be better, go to bungbungcoffee.com and order yourself a bag. Um, enter promo code POTTY P-O-D-D-Y for 15% off all orders 15% off all orders now that's a deal bung bung coffee if you want to support Welcome to the Potty go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself some merch it's some of the best merch in the podcast game I've seen what's out there people and this shit is way flyer if you're a created character in any video game you would get all types of attribute points there's nothing better than welcome to the potty merch it's butter soft dude some people some people have told there's there has been some complaints and they're like what what was the point of buying that shirt when i put it on it slipped right off that's how soft it is and i said well what did you slip into one guy said one guy said i slipped into a lick and i was like well why are you complaining well i just saw my voice i mean my um breath is that cold in here um, so that's why you want the merch. So go there, welcome to the potty.com slash store, get yourself some, some dope merch, um, and really fix your, you know, fix your whole shit up, honestly. Uh, and if you're too poor to do that, just, just share the show, hit the share button, repost, like, rate, review, share it to your stories, do, do what you got to do to share the show. Um, and send us a DM of a screenshot of you texting your friends or whatever saying, um, this is the best podcast. Welcome to the potty. You got to listen to it. Just send that to your friends, screenshot it, send it to our DMs. And now all of a sudden you're in the running to win free merch, random, randomized merch. It could be a hat. It could be a hoodie. It could be a golf hat or golf polo. Could be whatever. Could be a bomber jacket. It's all random, but every month there's another draw. So you've got you've got and every time you share and you and you prove it, you're in the draw again. 
as many times, unlimited amount of times too. So think about that. So share it unlimited times is what I'm saying. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the John Daly of podcasting, because tomorrow I'm about to be sinking beers and, um, you know, getting birdies or something, you know? We've got a golf day. do. Dude, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been probably a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two or three. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm super keen. Super keen. I've been thinking about it all week. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Shout out to Young Blood, um, official beer of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Just filling up my championship mug here from um, Social League Winter Season 2019. Um. That was my flu game. That was my flu game. The championship game, so. Um, and that's delicious. That's a hazy hibiscus. Mm. Good luck driving home with that in your... Thank you. Thank you. It's good. good drop after a long week of work, though. Yeah, yeah. This is a Friday night pod. Never been done. Groundbreaking. Yeah. I may have done it in the past, but um, never with the board man. Never had a nighttime pod with the board. Ah, no, full stop. So different. Yeah, yeah. It's a different energy in here. It's a different vibe, and um, but it's going to be the same outcome, which is just flaming hot podcasts, quality content, um, synergy. You know, well, you know, business meeting words. <laughs> <laughs> um, how was your how's your week? Yeah, another pretty pretty cash week at work. Pretty base level. Yeah. Yeah. Not yep. too intense, which is good. Getting out of time. Getting out on time every day. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. How about your week? Work was yeah, pretty basic. Nothing nothing too out there. Um but had had a few gigs. To, I had a couple gigs this week. So last Saturday, so it would have been after we recorded, I did a gig at a soccer club, Modbury Jets. Oh, so it wasn't footy? No, soccer. But okay. I still did I still did my footy jokes because that's what I prepared. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I remember last step, you were saying it's footy. Yeah. Mix but up. I may I managed to um to have a good in. So I can tell this because it was just an off the cuff joke. It's not one one of it's not my usual material, but I said um I said something about, yeah, like oh, I love soccer. Um nothing but kicks and headbutts. That's uh, that's pretty much an NRL player after a couple of Bundys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Loosened <laughs> them up a bit, and then I was like, that's not my code of football, this football, blah, 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 AFL story. Easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good transition. Yeah, so that was a really good gig. Great comics on the lineup. Easy. It was an easy gig. I'll tell you that. Easy. The, the crowd was great. They were um, – they, they were good sports. They got picked on a bit, and they just – yeah, they were great. By you or by the other comics? Um, I picked on one guy because he took a call in the middle of my set. I don't know what that says about my comedy, but 
Um, yeah, I had a little bit of a chat with him, but um, the other the host is like notorious for his crowd work, and he he was definitely like giving it to people, which was pretty dope. Shout out to Mickey D, um, one of my favorite comedians in Adelaide. Um, and then Tuesday night, I, I had a feature spot at the Cranker, ten minutes, and fucking floored the place. Fuck yeah, nice. Yeah. Another one. So, so that was, uh, yeah, that made me feel good. I was riding high off that for probably 36 hours, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, soak it in. Yeah. Soak it, it in, make the most of it. Let it happen. Um, the tour, the tour, we've got, you know, still only three venues locked in, but they're locked, locked in. Port Piri, Swan Reach, Murray Bridge. Yeah. How far off is that again? I know you said it. I think the first one might be September. Okay. I don't remember. Not not too far off then? Nah. A bit over a month? Yeah. I'm nice. frothing for it, dude. Um, I've been writing new jokes. I haven't really been doing the new jokes because I've been doing these gigs where, like, I, I want to kill. Like, getting, you know, having a feature spot and then doing, like, a, a sports club you want to, like, kind of body it so i've just been doing my old shit but i've been writing some new shit that i need to try i'll probably go to open mic on monday oh dude i got a i i got a fucking uh migraine on monday from what i think during the day at work yeah i think it was because i wasn't wearing my goggles yeah right spectacles um yeah bro fucking right behind this eye was just like felt like i was getting a knife poked through my eye and the reason that made me think it was my glasses is because that's my bad eye. Like if I read the, um, you know, the the doctor has the letters. Yep. If I read it with this, my right eye, I can I can pretty much body that. And then I go like this and shit's, shit starts to just look wild. It's like turns into numbers or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Forget you wear glasses sometimes. Because I don't, because I hate them. Yeah. Like so is it, is it just reading or are you, are you supposed to wear them when you're at a computer as well? Computers, I'm definitely supposed to wear them and I don't. Um, I pretty much wait until I start getting headaches to start wearing them. But then I only wore them on Tuesday and then I was back to back to basics yeah, okay. on Wednesday, you know? Because I, I, I kind of believe, and I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor. I'm a PhD of podcasting. I'm not a medical doctor. But I do kind of believe that if you just wear your glasses all the time, your eyes are going to become more dependent on the glasses and you're going to have to keep updating your prescription and shit. Yeah, I have heard that from, from other people that wear them. A bit yeah. hesitant to just leave them on nonstop. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck that. If I'm getting through, I'm getting through. You know, even if I'm reading a book, I don't wear them. So my vision's obviously not the worst, but this, I like, yeah, if I was just to look, yeah, like, this is a pretty decent-sized screen. I can see we're at 11 minutes, 5 seconds, and the writing on the right hand side, I cannot see. No. No. What are you? You so you're hovering? Yeah. Okay, so that's all capitals. So that's like, yeah, I can kind of see all those capitals. Uh, that okay, right there. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was a guess. Uh, thought. Ah, uh, brought. Brought. <laughs> <laughs> now this eye. Pick a word. Pick any word. Posture. Easy. Emails. Yep. Easy money. Voice. 
yeah, nice. message. Yeah. Right eye. 2020 in the right. Yeah. Or or just 20 in the right. Is that how it works? What, I don't know. What, are you like 2018 or something? Yeah. Don't yeah, you think? You got that 2018 vision. Because wouldn't? Yeah, no, I think that's how it works. Yeah. And you don't really want 2018 vision because that's like, <laughs> that's 2000 and late, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Fergie. Do you remember her national anthem? It was at the All Star game, yeah, maybe five years. Everyone ago. was just like smirking at each other. Yeah, niggas were clowning <laughs> her, bro. So bad, like I forget what she was doing. Like oh. she was just doing the fucking most, but it was and not well atrocious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she's been interviewed about it, and I don't, I don't remember what she said, but like that shit was nuts, bro. But like sometimes, do you feel like if you got to a certain level of fame and cunts were just like throwing checks at you that you'd that you'd take the piss occasionally not that extreme <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fucking crazy dude yeah let's play it let's see if we get flagged who gives a fuck i'm telling you we oh, don't need six legs in the multi all right these fucking guys these fat fucks on these <laughs> sports bet ads dude look there's a brown guy why can't i get a sports bet ad you got to be Indian to be um, to be considered a minority now, because black guys are just white guys now. By the dawn's early light, She's trying to be sexy, I think, so and she is. On mute. Yeah, on mute. At the yeah, look, Steph Curry's confused. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, you're kidding, aren't you? We just warmed up. This is going to take all night. She's trying to do like, um, like she's at a piano bar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kyrie, that's when he used to play basketball. I can't wait to see Draymond. <laughs> Chance is already laughing at it. Who's that? Anthony Anderson? He's like confused. He's like, what? Oh, is she trying to take 15 minutes? There is one bit that's nuts. It is even crazier yeah, than what's happening. We gotta get to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. This bit. Oh. Scooby Doo singing it. All right. Look at Draymond. Look at Draymond. <laughs> 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 oh shit! All right, that's enough. Jimmy Kimmel just fucking like what? This bitch is on one right now. And didn't she actually? Um, can you Google Fergie P's pants on stage? Sure can. She, um, she's, yeah, she's been on one and people know about it. People know that, yeah, hold on, here we go. Yeah, d- just the picture, we don't need to read the story. Yeah, she, 
<laughs> That's nuts. What the fuck? Why and, haven't I heard of this before? And you only have one other option, which would be saying, oh, I'm just sweaty. And it's like, do you want to be known as the sweaty pussy bitch or do you want to just say that you peed your pants? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially like that color pants. I feel like you just take them off at that point. Oh, I would, um, yeah, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, like I had to go. I'm so, I'm so committed to my fans. Like, so I just just went during the song or whatever. But like. Can this be the thumbnail for the episode? This is fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, but it's so old. <laughs> like, this is 2000 and late, dude. This episode is going to have to be called. <laughs> yeah, you've named it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What, who who else would rather have seen Fergie pee herself again than that horrific halftime show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Black Eyed Peas, bro. They just fell off so hard. And that was thanks to Jimmy Iovine. What happened there? Well, it was just a hip-hop group with three dudes, right? It was... Yeah, okay. Will I Am, App D App, and whatever the other guy's name is. Mohawk guy. And then Jimmy Iovine was like, we're going to get a white woman involved and we're going to design her to look exactly how, like he did with, um, I love her, Gwen Stefani. Like he designed the whole vibe of Gwen Stefani, right? So he basically did that with Fergie. And like, yeah, they were super successful, but all their songs were just pop songs, you know? Yeah. But like, but pop makes you a multimillionaire and rap makes you a millionaire. Yeah, we do. So he, yeah, interesting. yeah, Jimmy Iovine basically curated the whole vibe that that major shift from real like boom bap hip hop to pop music. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I knew she was like a late addition to it, but I didn't realize how he was involved. Yeah, like, yeah. orchestrated it. Yeah, yeah, right. He's a genius. Did you watch, what was that called? The disrespected one? The... Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. And like, there's an episode on Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I know the show you're talking about. The, um, the something ones. The the um, defiant. The defiant, defiant ones. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to have a beer for the late night episodes and coffee for the morning episode. Usually we do coffee then beer anyway in the morning apps. Yeah. No, it's going down well. Fuck, I'm frothing so hard for golf tomorrow, man. Yeah, should be good. I forgot you were. Uh, I forgot you were coming tonight, and my plan because I was like, I couldn't be fucked doing the podcast tonight solo. So I was like, oh, I'll just do like a um, real quick episode on the road. I'll drive and record while I'm driving tomorrow, and do a quick one, and then just like edit in a episode from this time last year or whatever year it's been so many years but like whatever week it was and just like run it back but now i don't need to fucking bother with trying to do that because i'd have to dig so deep in the trenches to to do that yeah a few, few hard drives ago i'm sure one hard drive just one because I, I i think these are only like a i don't even think these are gigabyte big terror yeah i think these are like megabytes these files yeah okay so yeah the terror is just like it's still got plenty of room too. Um, so, so this is a bit of a weird story, right? Because my cousin is getting married, my Adelaide, one of my Adelaide cousins, and she's invited me 
and my mum. And like your family, we've got some some inner drama, right? And my mum and her sister, so my mum and my auntie, do not speak. It's, it's a wrap. So the auntie, that's your cousin that's getting married's mum? Yeah. That one? Yep. Uh, and I'm guessing that her own mother's going to be at the wedding. That's a safe assumption. Yeah, and my mum said she's going. And I want to go, and I feel like it would be rude not to, but I'm also trying to become a comedian, and it's right in the in the throes of Fringe Festival. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So that is tough, but we'll see what happens. I guess we'll just see what happens because, you know, with Fringe, you basically make an application and then you get give you get an offer of like uh this venue will have you on these dates or whatever. So I could I've got Yon's wedding is during fringe two. Yeah. I'm doing two shows. I'm doing a solo show and a split bill. So it's gonna be hectic, man. But I'm just trying to I'm just trying to fucking be a comedian, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully you can make it happen. <clears throat> the wedding as well, though. Yeah, and weddings are on Saturdays, though, big mm. as night. Yeah. Weddings are always on a Saturday. What's Fringe, though? Like a month? Yeah. And both those weddings are in that month. I can't miss two Saturdays in Fringe, bro. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, Unless I make my solo show like a one-night-only event in, like, the, the Brighton High School Theatre. Imagine that. Take it back to where it all began. Is that a venue for the Fringe? Don't know. Yeah, I wonder how far out of town they actually branch. For shit. Whoever wants to. Yeah. Okay. You just apply, really. As I a I didn't know that. I always just thought it was like city based. <clears> like no, you can a- the city. you can apply it to be a venue, and it's not. I don't. I don't know how it works, but like, I don't think you really get told no. Because I'm guessing you have to pay to be a venue. You have to register like like artists do. So you would register and then you would then get paid by whatever acts come to use your venue. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that'd be pretty cool actually to do like a one night only show for myself and pack out a fucking theatre. Yeah, that'd be dope. That's also thinking probably a little bigger than who I am. Hey, think big. Yeah. Got to think big, manifest it. Yeah, man. I fucking love comedy, bro. And sometimes you forget because like you have a kid and you don't do comedy for nine weeks or something. And then you go back and you do it and it's like, because you lose confidence uh, when you don't perform for a while. And you're like, oh, I suck, I'm gay, you know. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you go back and you do it and you're like, fuck, I'm actually good at this and I fucking love this shit and it makes me feel good. And then you go into an open mic to two cunts. And you do your best shit and no one laughs. <laughs> and then you fucking have to call the doctor the next day <laughs> to make sure you stay alive. <laughs> but that's comedy. That's comedy. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but booking all these gigs myself, man, I'm, I'm hoping to not have to do as many open mics. Um, yeah, but anyway, back to my cousin. So there's that. And then it reminded me, getting this invitation in the mail reminded me of a funny story i don't know whether to use my i don't know whether to use my cousin's name or not in this because i don't know it kind of has to it might make it funnier using the name 
it might not be as funny without saying the name because basically when I was living in Townsville, I matched with this girl on Tinder with the same name as my cousin. Now, my cousin um, has a pretty common sort of name, like so, and the Tinder has pictures, so I knew it wasn't my cousin. Her last name is not McMath, okay? So it wasn't that fuck crazy either. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I matched with this girl with the same name as my cousin and she was just like, she was kind of like, I'm in Townsville, all right? There's not a lot to pick from. So I was just like, oh, okay. I said, uh, I said, yeah, come around. I guess we, we can do this, you know, because, you know, you, you're lucky to even get a match in that town. And then you get one and it's like, fuck, didn't really want to match with her. I did swipe that way though. Like, let's just see what happens. Get her around. She comes over and she walks in and I still kind of was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this. I'm not heaps keen on this. And that's, you know, that's kind of a, a trait of a man or maybe maybe just a human to judge a book by its cover or a human by their appearance. And that's, you know, that's what I did. And it's funny because they say, um, you know, that, well, they say treat them mean, keep them keen or um, like other things of that nature. Sort of just like if you, you know, leave them wanting more is one that they say. Um, let's get back to leave them wanting, wanting more as well. Let's get back to that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so basically, she walks in my house, and I kind of take one look at her, and I'm like, uh, maybe maybe we'll just watch a movie or something, and she can be gone. Yeah, okay. And we, I chuck, I I like, I sit her down, and I'm like, oh, like, is there anything like you want to watch? And she says to me, um. Something along the lines of, or exactly this. I'm just trying to fuck and leave. Right. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> my whole my whole status switched up. Okay, like once she walked in and I was not interested. And then she started, she said that shit. And I was just like, this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> she flipped my whole psyche up, bro. And I'm thinking, I wonder, if, I, well, I wasn't thinking this at the time. I was just like, oh, shit, let's do it, you know? And she was she was young. She was younger. Than, I think I was probably 24 or 25 back then. 25 seems old. I graduated when I was 24. So, yeah, I would have been 24. I was 24 and I think she was 18. Um, and that's legal. It is. In all states. Every state. Yeah. In this country and in the United States. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, we did it and it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I never contacted her again. Um, but the whole vibe of the thing, the whole, like, you don't get that from a woman very much. Nah. And she had the same name as my cousin, so that was yeah, that was strange. And then 
I actually had a girl. Just trying to think if that's a story I want to tell. Okay, I won't tell the whole story. Okay. But I um basically talking to a girl we're in bed we're kind of nude and kind of having a discussion surrounding consent. Yep. And she she said it the way she said yes was it better be good. Okay. <laughs> so is that a conditional yeah like if I if I gave her consent. Yeah, like if I gave her whack dick, is that then non consent? Yeah, I guess when she frames it that way. But that's a <laughs> fucking wild wild way to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Conditional consent is um unsafe. No. No, not for it at all. Yeah. So I wonder if that um I think I put it down though. I was fit back then. Had a body, had a rock hard slab too back then. Now it's a little <laughs> bit like filled with like fat enzymes or something, probably <laughs> estrogen and shit. But um, yeah, yeah, man, Tinder was fucked. I think I've told this story before. In in Albury, I met, I matched with this chick, and this is wild because this is you remember in math class where you would be doing Pythagoras and hypotenuse and trigonometry, all types of Greek shit. Yep mad angles and shit that you're just like if if I'm not a builder or a architect or a engineer I I'm not going to need this shit play a bit of billiards in my spare time bro. yeah a so bit of billy angles come in yeah billy the kid I think in the day and age of did that just die or is that yeah we're back um in the day and age of selfies, angles are very important. And I match with this chick and I'm thinking, oh shit, here we go. And we go to meet up at a cafe and I sit down. And I'm like, oh shit, I've been stood up. And then this chick walks over from another table and she says, didn't you recognize me? And I was like, no bitch. I didn't recognize you. How do you take your coffee? And she told me she was, you know, flat white too, whatever the fuck she said. And I, I went and got a, us both takeaway coffees and I put it down on the table in front of her and I didn't sit back down and I said, nice to meet you. And she said, she said, what are you disappointed? And I said, you know what you've done. Fuck, you're a savage. Dude. I was, I used to be a savage. <laughs> I used to be a savage. That's fucking wild. I used to be a savage and then I, um, you know, probably within the next six months or, or 12 months met, um, you know, met the girlfriend I had before, Rachel, who who wore me down and turned me into a big, fat pussy and that's who I am now. <laughs> <laughs> it's never bounced back. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, that's why, that's why that's probably why I didn't kick that motherfucker out of his wheelchair the other week, bro, because of Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh shit! In um in that first story, you said something about leave them wanting more, and you're gonna come back to it. Oh yeah, so yeah, I think um famously, you know Christopher Walken. Yeah. 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 Famously, he said that like because people were like, oh, "I never see you at parties." Um, like Hollywood parties and stuff. And he was like, I forget who he said it to. Um, but he was like, if I can give you any advice, I think it was a young actor at the time or something. He's like, always leave him wanting more. Yeah. Okay. And I like that because like, I'm thinking about all these like one nighters that I'm booking for the tour. And, um, someone said like, Oh, what if you sell out? Like, would you do two nights? And I actually was like, no, because what if the one, what if the second night only half sells out and then people, people start talking about that one? Two, how much better as a comedian do I say, do I sound like when people are like, oh, did you go to see Clay? And they're like, no, I couldn't get tickets. Yep. Leave them wanting more. Then next year you go up your price or whatever or do, or do a bigger venue. But I don't think I don't think at this stage in my career not that I'm like just planning on fucking selling everything out but like you know if you went to my fringe show <laughs> I wasn't selling out but like that's it was a question I got asked the other day and I was just like no I probably wouldn't book the second night I probably would leave that money on the table to, to yeah leave and wanting more. Yeah, no, when you put it all that way, that's fair enough. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty sound strategy. Yeah. I guess it depends it depends on what your thought process is if you're trying to just secure the bag early or if you want long term growth. And long term growth, that's you know, if you know any, you know, accountants or finance guys, long term growth is the move. Um I don't mind I don't mind a bit of long term growth. I, not that I've got any. I've got no investments. And no, well, I've got investments in myself. I've got a coffee company and now I've got a fucking promotion company called Welcome to the Potty Promotions. That's it. Yeah. So that's my investments. I've got nothing in the bank. So you can take, you can take my card, bro. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't even need to cancel it, bro. (laughs) Yeah, you're not alone on that, man. Savings looking... Pretty much the same. Yeah, man. Wouldn't but be too stressed for when missing. Um, shit. Oh, advice. Let's do advice. We need to no move, Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. I've got a couple here, so let's look. Let's look at this. Um, this one's coming in from someone named Cole. Cole. Which is rare, I think, in Australia anyway. But all they sent through, they sent an empty email with only a subject line. I want to retire young. What should I do? Rap, play sports or do drugs, really, honestly. Yeah. TikTok. Try TikTok. Bruh, there's no such thing as retiring young, not in this economy. I would basically, I would hoard. I would, you know what, I would, the plan, 
retirement plan should more likely be survival plan. You need to dig yourself a bunker and fill it with non-perishable foods. You need maybe oxygen tanks in there, um, weaponry, um, video games, board games, a, a generator, things like this. Because the world will freeze over before anyone else retires young without winning the lottery. Yeah, I don't think you can do it without winning the lottery. Would yeah. Have been born into like generational wealth. Yeah. And or winning the genetic lottery and being a pro athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got you've got actual lottery, genetic lottery, generational wealth, and hoping that your your parents actually It's the birth lottery. Yeah, the birth lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, don't be born black. <laughs> or if you are, make sure you're born with mad bounce. Um, don't be born Hispanic. And if you are, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> be born Indian or Asian because they will be doctors and shit. But those are, those are like, you know, high profile positions, but very rarely do they retire early i don't know well, if yeah that's the thing you're not going to retire young yeah but if you're asian you can get into like property investment and all that yeah you could you know <laughs> you, could, <yeah. laughs> you know they're building an airport in darwin <laughs> um yeah i don't know bitcoin oh no that's shit the bed hasn't it it's bouncing back like percentage Has, by percentage yeah. But it's still like if you got in on it um, a year ago, you're down for sure, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I don't know, bro. I, I would, yeah, I would say give up on that. Give up on that dream and, 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 and retire old. Buy bags of rice, flour, um, water. Baked beans, spaghetti, you need this type of thing in your bunker because that, the yeah, honestly, we'll go into nuclear war or an ice age, I think, before before there's any real strategy for people to be retiring young. I, I wouldn't even, you know, div diversify your bonds and all this shit. I wouldn't even give that advice. Give up. Give up, dude. It's time to start facing reality and the, re the reality is that it's over for us this the not only this generation but maybe the human race could be going extinct we're worried about pandas nigga it could be a wrap for everything living honestly you think elon musk is joking about going to mars it's our only hope and that is an impossibility as well let's be real everybody there's no oxygen there there's evidence that there used to be water and that's given us hope come on guys we're fucked we're fucked and we need to stop you know this is rich coming from a new father we need to stop having children <laughs> <laughs> we dude we need to and you know i think that th there's a reason for for things like covid we shouldn't be curing it 
Got to let it happen. Wipe some of these. Survival of the fittest is a thing for a reason. We got to wipe some of these motherfuckers out, and we keep we're keeping the weak alive. And they are slowing us down on our roads and in the aisles of grocery stores. Yeah. Um. So yeah, build a bunker, Cole. Um, and this one's coming in from Vaughn. So these are two just just insane names. <laughs> Vaughn is a surname for a man named Vince. But let's keep going. I was caught buying women's lingerie for me. What excuse can I say to remain in the closet? Boss man, please help. I bought women's lingerie because I cross-dress alone. And when my roommate received the package from Amazon for me, now he saw that I received some pink clothes. A fucking semi-open package. Go to hell, Amazon. What excuse can I say to remain in the closet? I'm in an utter state of shock, shame, and panic. But I've managed to pretend to say, what the fuck, while heading to my room. What can I do? I have no idea as my head is a mess now. Also, more packages are on the way. And I bet my left nut that at least one or two of them are going to come in the same state. Another piece of information, my city is not LGBT friendly. And while he's not a phobic, he might open his mouth here and there. Please give me some advice, bung bung. Um, I got nothing for you, bro. <laughs> I don't know. You're you live in a non-LGBT friendly area. You're ordering from Amazon, and you know Amazon drivers are checking packages to try and find. Jordans or whatever they're doing over there. The only way to sneak to win on the sneakers app is to honestly rob somebody. Okay. Um I would instead, yeah, maybe <clears throat> take a leaf out of the FedEx drivers um sort of playbook here. And instead of buying shit from Amazon, go out into the community and rob motherfuckers for their lingerie. You know? And I don't think it's a hate crime if it's reverse LGBT. Like, if, if you're already LGBT and you beat up a woman for her lingerie, I don't think that's a hate crime or a sex crime because you're not even trying to bang her. So think about that. That's my advice. Yeah, I got nothing to say on this one. Yeah, um, beat up a local lady and steal her lingerie is what I would, you know, probably go for. Just go to a shop and buy it. Yeah, you could probably go to a store. <clears throat> brick and mortar, you know, um, help out. Support your local. Yeah, support your local. That Yeah, that's probably a better idea than violence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? You've got a roommate and you you got to wait until he's out. This is like that masturbator from the episode before. There's just like, jerking his meat while his parents know exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah. This is the same shit. Like you, I mean, I get it. LGBT people have to live in the closet and it sucks and all that. But um, now that, you know, now that you're out of the closet, you don't need to hide it at least from your roommate, maybe from the rest of the community you do. Um, 
but you could easily um, probably, you don't need it. I don't know how you're going to get the material, but you can at least walk around the house now in a, you know, in, in a teddy and, and panties or whatever, uh, because your roommate already knows. So, so that's a positive. That's one positive to draw from this whole situation. If that's what, if positivity is, is, you know, what you're looking for. I don't think I've got anything else today. Honestly, it's been a slow week. Oh, we got Clay's reviews. We've still got two Clay's reviews. Let's do it. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinger costumes. This segment is Clay's reviews. I watched this show on the Nine Now app called Naked Attraction. Now, First, first off, let me explain why this even happened because uh, I, I can't take responsibility for this. I had a gig last weekend and Rachel had some girlfriends over while I was gigging and giggy, giggy, um, and one of her friends told her about this show and they watched it and they were laughing and shit. And it's basically a dating, it's like a dating show. And what happens is there's like four big cubes um, with people behind them and one contestant. So let's say the contestant is a female and then the people in the cubes are males and there'll be all the cubes are different colors. So the first thing that they'll do is raise this cube halfway up and it'll show the guy and the guy, the guy in the box is nude. So it'll show his legs and his piece. Yep. And then the, the woman has to eliminate one based on that. Think about that. So, oh yeah, I don't like your, your cock's too small or your foreskin's too big, you know? Your sack's lopsided. So, but they don't say it like that. They say like, oh, I'll get rid of red because, um, uh, you know, he's too skinny and I like my guys to be, you know, I like the dad bod or whatever. They'll try and say it nice, but it's really like yeah, okay. you've got a weird dick, you know? And then the next thing will go up to, I think the neck or whatever. So you'll see the torso, man tits, belly, tattoos on the arms or whatever. And then after that, it's the whole face. And that she eliminates one person at each stage. There's six, five or six boxes, then eliminates, and then there's three left at the end and then she picks who she wants to go on a date with. And then once she's picked that person, no, before she picks that person, she has to go get nude and face all three of them before she picks the person she goes on a date with. Yeah, okay. So <clears throat> so the guys that are standing in these boxes, once they see her, do they get to bail on it if they're not keen? I don't think so. I think okay. they're desperate dudes. Let me tell you, there's no one is hot in the whole thing. Yeah, it sounds like everyone on the show is pretty desperate. Yeah, and there's, dude, there are some micro penises, but there are some hogs as well. <laughs> but there's also like... um. Rever they do it reverse too. So there's a guy and then five chicks or whatever. <clears throat> and they'll just have like banging bodies next to, well, not banging. These people are very, very normal looking. But fatties, bro. Big sloppy bitches in these cubes. And I'm like, how'd you even get in there? <laughs> <laughs> and 
they don't want to seem fat phobic or whatever and they never get rid of the fat chick first they wait until right at the end to get rid of the fat chick um but yeah it's i don't know how it's even on this is on nine now this isn't on fucking Pornhub. this this is a show that should be streaming on Pornhub. so it's a bit of an older show i'm just looking at it now it looks like it premiered 2016 2016 probably a few seasons out by now though 50 episodes. Yeah. Um, Six series. Yeah. Yeah. So it is, um, yeah, I guess it's, I guess it's not offensive, but like in the, you know, 2016, yeah, maybe it wasn't as much of a deal, but like if you tried to, if you pitched this show today, they'd be like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, hundred <coughs> percent. Um, cause it's all based on looks and, you know, <laughs> Dude, Lizzo gets celebrated for being a fat fuck <laughs> <laughs> all the time. I feel like it's been a week or two since Lizzo got mentioned. <laughs> but I just don't get it. I just don't like understand like, yes, queen, like slay, like you're the best. And it's like Bill Burr said it best. Normal looking women celebrate fat women because they're happy that they're fatter than they are and they're not competition. And that's started this whole movement. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. And I, I not only is it a funny joke, it is, it is philosophy. Mm. It's a real social movement. And it's, yeah, it's like Lizzo, like, like Slay Queen. You fat fuck, you're going to die of diabetes, for sure. We're going to watch this bitch on stage doing a concert with one foot, bro. (laughs) So this show gets a probably four out of ten. And I watched this movie, bro, recommended to me by a friend of mine who I have very similar tastes in movies. This shit sucked, man. Last night in Soho. Um, it's highly stylized. It's like it's all about the the lighting and the the music was actually really good. The direction was was great. But the it, it had nothing written around it. The story was just so pfft. I didn't give a fuck about anybody. It was it was so corny. Um, honestly, my favorite part of the whole film was the end credits. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> they show it was like the most unique end credits I've ever seen. They they had photos. I guess it was of Soho, and they they would just flicker for like a second, or maybe even half a second. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like interesting how they've done that throughout the whole credits. Yeah. Okay. I might watch the credits. No, no, yeah, so for the whole credits, but it's like it's like black for like 25 seconds and it'll flicker Yeah, okay. a photo. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's pretty, you know, artistic or whatever. Um, but cool, this film sucks. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That being the best part of the film. Yeah, man. It was just like, remember The Sixth Sense, I See Dead People? Mm-hmm. That was the twist of the whole movie? They basically did that at the start of this movie. And it's like, well, 
And then the dead person that she was seeing, here comes the twist. Oh, wait, it was literally the same shit. Yep. Yeah, okay. Do a do a horn or something for spoiler alert or some sort of noise. That's the spoiler alert sound because it's coming. The dead person she was seeing for the whole movie wasn't dead. It was reverse sixth sense. Man, you corny. <laughs> hate that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I fucking hated it. I hated it. Um, but because of the the creative integrity, I guess, of the film, if you can call it that, the writing was fucked, the story sucked, but the visuals were kind of hot, right? Five out of ten. Okay. Five out of ten, don't watch it. Yeah, not going to watch it. Might skip to the credits. Yeah, watch the credits. Give the credits a whirl. All right. Yeah. Hopefully they don't get a view for that. Hopefully the (laughs) statistics show, um, okay, he skipped the whole movie and for some reason watched the end credits. Um, And I actually haven't read anywhere. I've read reviews and shit to see. It's got really good reviews, so maybe I'm just a dumb cunt, but I'm not and everyone knows it. So (laughs) this shit is fucking trash, bro. Maybe everyone's just reviewing the credits. Maybe that, and that could be true. I think people, sometimes people get lost in the, in the, in the technical source of a film and they're just like, oh, but look at, look at how he shot this scene. And it's like, yeah, cool. That was a good scene. Well, it wasn't a good scene. It was a good shot, but the movie still sucks. And we forget about that. Five out of 10. Um, let me see my notes here. That's everything. We still, yeah, we made it to an hour. I thought this was going to be about twenty-five minute episode, so I think we've done pretty well here today. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you go, if you if you go back to like the first five or seven episodes of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, you'll notice me and Dante, or Dante and I, patting ourselves on the back quite a bit about how well we're doing, and I think we're bringing the, the self back pat back because pretty happy with fifty-five minutes. Um, with not really much to say, and that's that speaks volumes on you know the talent, um, you know, the the, the the talent involved in the show, and um, yeah, well done, welcome to the party, sensation, five stars. I mean, yeah, five stars, ten out of ten. Share the show, you've got a chance to win merch. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. Fun bar. Zero. Take your breath away with your own pillow I'm moving in silence through the night There's no stopping me, not the Black Widow I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano I'm proficient at war like Jax But I got nothing to prove like John Cage though I got an arsenal full of techniques Enter the dragon like Bruce Lee I'm dangerous, so, so dangerous You don't want me at the